Metu Netur, Volume 6, The Raw Initiation System. Chapter 1. Neturu, Angels, Deities, the Sources of Personalities and Talents. The Importance of Categorizing. One of the most important modes of thinking in all areas of life involves the organization of data into categories. It is based on the fact that although things may differ in their external appearance from others, they share inner and fundamental attributes that unite them into a class. Grammar could not be mastered if words were not arranged into categories, verbs, nouns, adjectives, etc. If part of a sentence were not classified into subject, predicate, etc., Chemistry achieved a quantum leap once atoms were organized into categories that make up the periodical table of elements. Medicine would not be efficient if illnesses were not classified as inflammatory, non-inflammatory, viral, bacterial, chronic, acute, gastrointestinal, etc. We can go on and on, but what must be recognized is the importance of recognizing the underlying principle that unites things that differ from each other externally. There is a great difference between grasping ideas about a subject matter, which is comprehending and understanding it. In other words, comprehending is not to be the same as understanding. Why, for example... Are whales not placed in a category of fish? Why is mercury not classified as a liquid? Are all sugars sweet? Is man an animal? Bacteria act very much like animals. They are fully mobile, prey on other things, etc. Yet they belong to the vegetable category. The answers to these questions lead to the concept of understanding. Understanding takes place when the underlying principle that connects or separates things is seen. Until then, the student or researcher or scientist has nothing more than a list of items to learn by. The categorization of people according to Western psychology. I worked as an auditor for an auditing firm that contracted work from workmen compensation and liability insurance companies. Since the insurance companies paid their auditors better than the audit firm I worked for, I applied to one of the insurance companies I had done audits for. When I went for my interview, the head of the audit department at the insurance company recognized my name immediately. I had done many of their multi-million dollar audits for many years. In fact, they would submit many of their orders stipulating that the audit must be done by me. They knew that I was an ace auditor, so they just knew I would get the job done. Especially how delighted the head of the audit department was with the thought of having me work for them. I knew the job was mine. After filling out the After filling out all the obligatory forms, they sent me to a room to take a test, a a sort of a placement test, they said. A couple of hours later, when I returned from lunch, the gentleman sadly informed me that they could not hire me. 
They needed a corporate ladder type of person that would make the job a lifelong career, but the test showed that I was a philosophical type of person that would eventually leave the company to pursue a life fulfillment type of career. I was stunned. It was true. How could they have figured out it in just two hours from a questionnaire? Since it was true, I was no stranger to personality typing, which I learned from my work with astrology, tarot, I Ching, and comedic spirituality. I smiled, thanked the disappointed interviewer, and walked out elated by the fact that I had just discovered that the science of psychology had verified one of the most important aspects of spiritual science. Of course, Western psychology is not the only one or the first to have brought forth an effective way of typing personalities. Placing things into category was the most important intellectual practice in certain civilizations in antiquity, mainly ancient Egypt. Not only did the ancient Egyptians understand the importance of placing things into categories, but they discovered a classification system under which all things could be classified. In other words, they discovered a gesalt, the pout neteru. The principle governing each member of the pout neteru served as the underlying principle that enabled the understanding of all members of its class. Of all things, they need to be understood through categorization. The most important are the shaping factors of man's behavior. Man's understanding of her, his being is dependent on it. History of Categorization of Personalities System, Ancient Egypt. The oldest personality categorization system is the Pout Neteru, Tree of Life, of Kemet, Ancient Egypt. The earliest mention of the Pout Neteru is in the pyramid scriptures of King Unaz, the last king of the fifth dynasty circa 2500 BC. The application of the Pout Neteru as a system of personality typing has been totally missed by Egyptologists. In fact, the purpose and meaning of the Pout Neteru has never been clearly understood by them. Given the full explanation of the Pout Neteru in the object of this book, we will pass on to taking a look at the other systems that came at a later date in history. Dravidian India. The Dravidian or Dalits as a black African original and indigenous population of India is known where the creator of the astrology system, Kundalini Yoga, and so on, that is at the core of the Indian religion and spirituality throughout the ages. It has gone over the heads of the majority of the people in the world that astrology is first and foremost a system of personality typing. 
The signs of the zodiac and the planets are in reality means of categorizing the various personality types of people. For example, fiery and aggressive people are classified under the zodiac signs of Aries and Scorpio, both ruled by Mars. Romantic, artistic, and easygoing people belong to Taurus and Libra, ruled by Venus, and so on. Astrology, of course, goes beyond typing personalities. It is based on the ancient knowledge that the energy modalities that make the personalities are constructed of the energies of the earth, just like man's physical body is made of the elements and energies of the earth. The earthly energies that make up man's personalities do not lose their connection with the energies of the earth and are therefore subject to the same environmental influences that affect the earth. In the same manner that the earth's electromagnetic field is affected by solar flares, the gravitational pull of the moon, the radiation from the various planets, so does the electromagnetic field that is part of the energy field that makes up man's personality as a science. Astrology developed out of the observations made over thousands of years of the effects that subtle environmental agencies have on the earth, man, and all living things. The fundamental function of astrology then is to predict when an individual will be the most inclined to certain types of experiences given the knowledge as to when certain forces in the environment will affect the forces making up the individual's personality. Astrology in Dravidian India predicates their invasion and conquest by the Aryans who authored the Vandatic system. After conquering India, the Aryans combined their ideas and those of the Dravidians, the result of which is Hinduism, a hybrid system. One such system is Ayurveda, A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A, an attempt to integrate the Aryan classification system with the life science of the Dravidians, keeping with their inclination to classify things in a true way. The Aryans classified the forces of nature into three, the tridosas. According to this system, the life force is composed of three modalities of energy, a fiery called pita, a cold and watery called Kapha and an airy called Vata. This system failed to thrive for the simple reason that the life force is composed of four outer and one inner modalities of en- energy. They tried to resolve this by creating the system of the Pancha, five Tatavas elements, which failed to replace their three element system. People and all things in nature were classified accordingly. Ancient China. By the time of the Yellow Emperor, circa 2000 BC, the scientists of China were already in possession of a sophisticated system of personality typing. Like the blacks of India, 
they knew that the energy systems that are responsible for man's personalities are the same that compose the earth's energy system and remain in contact with the latter. They identified 10 divisions within the earth's energy system that gave rise to 10 personality types or personality shaping factors. Given that the personality typing system in China was based on the modifications of the Earth's energy, which is also responsible for all earthly phenomena, the Chinese life scientists, especially the Taoists, were able to relate each of the eight personality types to energy cycles, medicinal herbs, foods, climates, weather, planetary radiation, and anything that had an energetic influence on the environment and people. As a result, predictions could be made about the events in people's lives, their future, behavior inclinations, and best of all, the elements of their personalities, talents, emotions, etc. could be improved upon through a vast array of techniques, sound therapy, meditation, acupuncture, medicinal herbs, etc. This system of classification is the basis of traditional Chinese medicine, Chinese philosophy and the I Ching Bazi, Chinese astrology, martial arts in all forms of inquiry, ancient Greece. All the learned men of ancient Greece studied in Egypt from their Egyptian teachers, they learned about the four elements which they used as a means of classifying people, herbs, etc. The categories were based on their four humors, which were associated to the four elements. People were thus caloric, fiery, sanguine, san airy, melancholic, earthly, and flam flail mag felt flag ah. phlegmatic watery herbs foods gems etc all had the ability to nurture its associated humor and was thus the basis of ancient greek medicine in psychology chemic ancient egypt as stated, the comedic system of personality classification is the oldest in the world. Due to the discontinuation of the ancient Egypt civilization, the destruction of about 85% of its book, the understanding of Egyptian culture requires a massive expert effort of reconstruction. Fortunately, the ingredients are for the most part all there. Let's begin with examining the reasons why Egyptologists totally failed realize that the Kamau that brought forth a personality typing system. One, the foundation of the personality typing system is Kemet was the Pout Neteru of Anu and the zodiacs of Dendrea and Esna a falsehood that has impeded the understanding of astrology is the propagation of the notion that astrology was invented by Babylonians. See Appendix C for the refutation. Egyptologists have been totally in the dark concerning the meaning and purpose of the Pout Neteru. 
Western scholars and the majority of the people are unaware of the personality typing function of astrology. This function of the Egyptian zodiacs were ignored. The general ignorance of the world in the world concerning man's makeup has resulted in widely held belief that man is limited to one personality. A true understanding of man's makeup, which is provided by Pout Neturu of Anu, will show that all personalities reside in everyone in various degrees of strength. The strongest one will dominate and give the impression that man has only one personality. 2. The development of all personalities that reside in man's being, their equalization and purification, are among the chief goals of the Kemetic religion. This, of course, is an unknown factor to most people. Another stumbling block, perhaps the greatest to forming even the slightest idea that the Pautneturu was a personality typing system and more, is the fact that the word Neturu has been defined as deities. The fact that Western scholars and majority of people have incorrect idea of what is a deity drove the nail into the coffin. The above diagram is the oldest tree of life. It is the Pout Neturu of it is the Pout Neturu of Anu. And the diagram looks like this. There's an inner circle labeled Ausar. There's an outer circle around that one with four labels, Heru, Kent, Neb, Het, Auset, Set. There is another circle on the outside of those with a box labeled Jeb. There is another circle outside of that with a box labeled Newt. There's a triangular illustration at the top of these circles and they're labeled Atum, Shu, and Tefnut and these are the faculties of the spirit of God and man. It is a diagramic presentation of the faculties, Neturu, of the spirit of God and of man. It shows in hierarchical and relational fashion the allocation of the ten faculties that make up the spirit of man and of God. When we discuss the projection of this diagram into the zodiac, we will see that each of these Neturu is the basis of the shaping factors of the variety of personalities of man. For example, among other things, Heru Kent is the source of the authoritative and and martial personality types. Auset is the source of the motherly and nurturing personality types. Nebhet is the source of the artistic and romantic personality type, and so on. What is of great importance is the realization that these sources of the different personality types are faculties that are present in the spirit of all men. In other words, the different personalities and the different people exhibit are not caused by their having different personality factors. People have the same personality factors, but they manifest one more strongly than the others. It is the same with the gender factors. 
Men and women have the same hormonal and genetic factors that differentiate the sexes. It is the difference in their quantities that determine the gender. What is important about knowing that the factors that shape an individual's personality exists in all people, and that it is one of the several faculties that make up the spirit of man, will become very clear as we go through this book. To get a glimpse of where we are heading, it is important to note that each personality type is the vehicle of specific set of talents that we all need to function well in life. The Haru-Kent personality factor is the source of everyone's leadership and authoritative, circumspective, self-control, etc. abilities. The Nebhet personality factor is the source of everyone's artistic, inventive, socializing, and romantic ability, and so on. While one of these may dominate a person's expression, we have all experienced that many people do possess a mixture of them. We will have a great deal to say about these things as they form the core of this book. What we need to focus on at this time is the divine nature of the Neturu. The ancient Egyptian word Neturu denotes deity and divinity. It is the source of Latin natura and thus the English nature. The divine nat nature of nature is to be seen in the use of the term mother nature to denote the feminine aspect of God or the laws operating on earth. This raises a very important question. What does divinity have to do with the shaping factors of man's personality? The answer to the question will be found in the fact that the factors that shape man's personalities are the very entities that have been called by Western scholars, deities, archangels, angels, demons, spirits, divas, demigods, and the like. This explains how and why the Pout Neturu, facilities of the spirit of God of man, is the means of classifying the personalities of man. If the question comes to mind whether angels or gods are now dwelling or functioning in your being, your brain, so to speak, the answer is absolutely so. And I am not speaking of an extraordinary occurrence that might require some special act or circumstance for it to take place. Your personality is always on display with its talents, inclinations, quirks, moral and immoral inclinations, and so on. This is the expression of the archangels and angels or demigods, and for many of us, unfortunately, demons that are the components of our spirit. You might be finding this difficult to fathom given all the nonsense that has been taught to you about angels. Long before we get to the end of this book, you will see that it has been false. Once you come to know, <clears throat> once you come to the full understanding that the angels are the sources of your talents, genius, health, and well-being, as well as ills, and that there has been a science stretching back into prehistory that teaches how to cultivate these parts of your being, you will wonder why you haven't been taught the truth. 
conspiracy theories have come readily to mind that is partially true. Ignorance on the part of many of the creators of religious and spiritual systems is another reason. Ignorance of the hundreds of thousands of well-educated scholars who look upon themselves to educate the world about things that could only be known through initiation is another very major cause of the problem. And here ends the reading of chapter one.